Hey guys, it's Christine Salas from YouTube, and you're listening to the Get To Fit Podcast, episode 13. Yeah, you are now rocking with Get To Fit, with your host, Cornell Green. You're at the best now, laying away sometime. Look, time to let the world go, put on your headphones, turn up your speakers, it's about to get deep, only dreams come to sleepers, and hard work pays, and I bet what you remember most the hard work days, you with Cornell Green, the master of the interview, take a minute or a few, just to get a minute of you, this is all about success, success is what women would do, the man in the mirror is the change, tell me who are you, you here to get your mind right, advice to keep your grind tight, they done it, ain't gonna tell you how to do it, that is hindsight, you were here to say and raise the bar like a Klondike Cornell show stupid, please, that don't even rhyme right Only got the best here, never get to rest here Only doing the show because we hope you have a blessed year And that's real, we gon' show you how to climb that hill Ain't no mountaintop or no ceilings This not the time to get in your feelings Hope you came to work, we not chillin' Insane, there's no game without no pain There's no plan without no brain So let's go get it, we glad you came, yeah What's up, everybody? Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Get To Fit Podcast. And I have another YouTuber here with me today, Christine Silas. And she runs a very popular and up-and-coming YouTube fitness and health channel. She's a vegan. She is very passionate about health and fitness and living the best quality of lifestyle by being conscious and mindful of not only the things you eat, but how well you take care of your body. So I was very thankful to have her come on the show today. She shared some great insight on her perspectives on just what works for her and how she goes about doing the best she can to encourage others to live a conscious lifestyle that involves making the right decisions with the type of foods that you're eating and being conscious of getting in a routine of exercising and staying healthy and fit. So enjoy the interview. Thank you again for tuning in. I really appreciate the support and time, and I hope you enjoy the interview. How you doing, Christine? I'm good. How are you? I appreciate you coming on the show today. Uh, everybody, this is the first lady of the Get To Fit podcast, and really appreciate you coming on today and sharing with us your viewpoints on fitness and health and what it means to live that type of lifestyle. Well, thanks so much for having me. We are going to jump right into this episode, and I want to start with getting to know a little bit about who you are. And, you know, for me, it's best to start with why. Why has fitness and health been a priority and a focus point of your life to date right now? Well, uh, I've always been interested in health, but I haven't always have had the, the healthiest habits Basically, it's kind of been a long journey. Back in 2010, I got out of a relationship and I was really depressed. And the only thing that would make me feel better is going to spin class and basically pushing myself so hard that I couldn't breathe. And then only in that moment, I couldn't think about my problems. And, and so I just kind of got hooked into fitness because it kind of just took me out of my body in a way and it kind of took well it took me out of my mind so I'd stop thinking about all my problems and <laughs> and then just eventually I just I was like hey I actually feel better now this this works like and of course eventually I just started feeling happier and and I was like oh wow I really I love working out this is awesome and so it just kind of evolved from there the physical activity that you 
have grown to love started in 2010 after a breakup or a separation from us, you know, from somebody you were involved with. And from there, you've just grown to love it. Yeah, that's right. Um, I did work out in, when I was younger as well, but I was never really consistent because I, I never really knew what to do. In 2010, when I joined the gym, I started doing group fitness classes. And for me, that was really what kept me motivated because I really enjoyed the group energy of being with other people and like having music and following along with the instructor and then just like making friends at the gym. So that's basically what got me into it and kept me into it. Well, I always like to start get to fit off you know, aside from, you know, getting to know who you are initially, but everybody has a story to tell. Everybody's been through some form of struggle that they basically battle through, but they've learned something from it and they use it to press forward and stay consistent and drive through the barriers that we face within our journeys. Is there a time that you can recall a little bit more in detail that you can share with the listeners today? Yeah, well, back back in the time when I was in that relationship that, um, that ended that caused me to get into fitness it was a pretty unhealthy relationship and we were both kind of into doing drugs and it really kind of took a toll on my body and my mind and after I left that relationship and got into fitness I just realized like how important it really is to take care of yourself and to treat yourself well and to treat your body with respect and so, yeah, I would say that's definitely what I've learned from it. And, you know, from that struggle, I've learned from your YouTube channel that, you know, you're one that definitely takes time to research and understand, you know, about your body and what works for you and what doesn't. You know, during that time, was, did you go through a learning period where you had to learn what was right and what wasn't and what was good information and what wasn't? Because there's so much available on the Internet now. That can lead us astray, and I understand that you are a vegan. A lot of what you incorporate on your YouTube channel is high-intensity interval training that is very intense, um, but it's very helpful as well. So, yeah. you know, during that time, you know, was that something that you had to battle through is the learning curve of knowing what it takes to live a healthy lifestyle? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, when I first started, I didn't really know anything about fitness, and it was uh, just, you know, going to the group exercise classes, and, and then I made a friend, um, and she's a personal trainer, and she kind of started showing me how to do some weightlifting, and then, that's after that, then I started, um, then I discovered the HIT workouts, which I had never really, I had no idea what they were. Those quickly became my favorite because they're just so fast and intense and they keep you like you never get bored doing them yeah i mean you mentioned hit cardio and for for those who don't know what hit cardio is um just like she said you know for somebody who has a busy lifestyle it's the quickest but most effective way to get results without doing the traditional hour on the treadmill or the three to four mile run i mean it's high high intensity interval training where you can get the results faster in less time and if you check out you know her youtube channel she has some very in-depth workouts for you that will definitely give you a workout sweat from the comfort of your home and i want to touch on motivation because i i'm quite sure that you've found a space in your life where you're self-motivated and it's subconsciously 
embedded within you. But for people who struggle with that, what what do you think motivation means to you? And why do you think so many people can't stay consistent with, you know, working out, living a healthy lifestyle and making good, healthy choices? Well, as for, um, well, there's two aspects to it, of course. There's, you know, the diet aspect and then there's the actual motivation of going to the gym or doing the workout. And I think that people are just kind of lost a little bit. I, I think that for a lot of people, it's really intimidating to get started because they don't know, you know, what to do at the gym and, or like, you know, they're, they're struggling with their diet because they're just not aware of what's actually healthy and what's not because yeah, there is so much information and so much misinformation and propaganda out there that it's really hard to kind of sort everything out unless you're really willing to, you know, put in time and do the research. So, you know, I always tell people that if you really care about your health, you have to, you have to, you have to put in the time. Like it's not, it's not like a quick fix. Like you actually have to put in the time and effort and make it a priority because it's important. And if it's important to you, you'll do it. You know what I mean? Like, and you just have to convince people how important it is and why it's so important. And once they understand that, then they kind of take the reins and go for it. You're very active within the fitness community on YouTube. You have a very positive fan base and a group of following, um, primarily, uh, you know, women who look up to what you do and actually take action based on what they see you do. And I'm quite sure they reach out to you. So from a woman's perspective, what are some of the things that they're reaching out to you saying that they're dealing with or struggling with that you tend to help with them more throughout your YouTube channel? Yeah, it's interesting, actually, because it's funny. My most popular video <laughs> is called How to Get a Flat Stomach for Teenage <laughs> Girls. <laughs> so most of my viewers are young women, and I got I get a lot of emails from women asking, like, telling me that they're unhappy with their body or, that, like, they're being bullied for it. And it's almost like I've kind of become a little bit of, like, a counselor as well, um, not just making fitness videos. It's it's really interesting. So I always just try to encourage them and just tell them, you know, if someone is hurting you, it's because they themselves are hurting. And, you know, just focus on yourself and, you know, focus on what's important to you and how to be the best version of yourself. So it's obvious that you've captured the young community and they're following you and they're responding to your content. So you know, what does it mean to be a good role model for the, you know, young generation and just be that example of what it takes to be healthy and what it takes to be driven and what it takes to just do it? You know, what does it mean to you to be a good role model for them? Well, it's actually like a really great feeling. I mean, I get emails all the time. I get girls send me like their progress photos, like showing, you know, before they started doing my workouts and after and it's like a huge difference or I get emails saying, oh, I went vegan because of you. And it's honestly like the best feeling in the world. It's the best feeling I've ever had. It's so rewarding. It's awesome. <laughs> Definitely going to touch on the vegan aspect of your life and how you transitioned into it. But this is the part of the show where I ask you what a certain quote means to you. And I thought it was appropriate because of your type of the content that you share and the fact that you are the first lady of the get to fit podcast to switch it up a little bit. Okay. So we have a new quote today 
And I just want to know what this means to you and how it resonates with you. The vegan lifestyle is a compassionate way to live that supports life, supports fairness and equality, and promotes freedom. What does that quote mean to you? Well, it's definitely true. And the part about freedom is, yeah, I really resonate with that because for me, going becoming a vegan has just, I feel so much more free because, I mean, food can really numb you and and stimulate you at the same time and it's very certain types of food are very addictive so um, not only are you freeing your like freeing the animals by you know not eating them but you're also freeing yourself from this kind of almost bondage like mental bondage of addiction to things that are harming you and also you know, in my opinion, harming you and also harming the planet and harming the animals themselves. Now, you said something interesting that stuck out to me. You said addictions and, you know, you're a vegan. You made a decision, which I totally respect you for doing. And though I'm not a vegan, I still believe it's the cleanest way to eat as it relates to your diet. Truly believe that. Um, but like you said, for those who can't commit and have the willpower to overcome their addictions, what does it truly take to overcome a food addiction? Um, you've made the transition. How did you battle through that to get to where you are not blinded by, you know, what we subconsciously see as what we need in the foods? How did you overcome that addiction of food? Well, your brain is like a scientist and, you know, scientists want evidence. So if you have the feeling if you have like the idea that well maybe this steak isn't the best thing for me and you you think it'd be a good idea to stop eating meat well then you need to go out and find the evidence that this is true because unless you fully believe in your core that this is a truth you're not going to change your behavior so if someone you know is interested in going vegetarian or vegan what I would suggest to them is go out and do as much research as possible uh, read books like The China Study, uh, watch, you know, Food Matters or Forks Over Knives. Just indoctrinate yourself with so much evidence that it's like, well, if I were to continue eating this way, I would be a fool. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when you made that transition, though, was it like I woke up today and I no longer eat anything that's animal produce? Or was it a slow, progressive transition to where you finally got over anything that was animal produce? Did it happen overnight? Did you get hit with a moment that you said, this is it? How did it work for you? Okay, that's a good question. So it was kind of something that happened over probably three or four months. I kind of gradually did it. My whole, like I was vegetarian before, okay. um, and then I went back to eating meat because I was just in a not good place in my life, and I just wasn't putting a priority on, you know, my health, and I just had too many of my own problems. I couldn't deal with changing my diet, so, okay. but, so, but once I started feeling better and feeling healthy and um, just feeling more like myself, I just noticed that I was you know, whenever I was in the grocery store, I felt this kind of like guilt whenever I had to, I was like, okay, I'm, you know, I'm eating the typical bodybuilding diet of like chicken breast and, you know, beans and broccoli and just salad and like no fruit, no carbs. Right. So, 
But every time I'd go to buy chicken or fish, I just had this kind of like unsettled feeling that I just, it wasn't the right thing for me to be doing. Mm. And so I don't like doing stuff that doesn't feel good to do. So I just started noticing that um, I kept on searching for recipes and I noticed that all the websites that I was getting all my favorite recipes from were vegan. And I was like, okay, so hmm, what does this mean? And then at the same time, I was going through kind of a also a lot of spiritual development. And through that, I, I kind of, I just didn't want to, I didn't want to do anything that kind of harmed any other being, you know, it's just, so I just noticed, okay, I'm just looking up all these vegan recipes and like, maybe I should just be vegan. It seemed actually pretty extreme for me at the times. I don't know. I never know. I've known two other vegans in my life and they were both like from when I was really young, when I was in high school. And I remember thinking this kid was like, wow, vegan, like that's crazy, (laughs) (laughs) you know? So, but then it just, I was like, I don't know. Can I really do it? Like, yeah, I think I, I want to. And then I decided to do it and it made, it was the decision made me so like immediately I felt so happy like actually i'm getting kind of emotional right now but like (laughs) well i mean uh, and that's awesome so happy was one of the benefits from you making that transition what's some more benefits that somebody can you know expect if they commit to living a raw vegan lifestyle well i definitely lost weight well i didn't lose okay so i went from eating the um like typical bodybuilding diet and at the same time as I went vegan, I was like, you know what? I don't want to mic- I don't want to use a microwave because I've read so many bad things about the microwave, right? Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, what can I eat at work at lunch time that doesn't need to be microwaved? I'm like, oh, I don't know. So I'm like, well, maybe I should eat raw food because obviously raw food doesn't need to be microwaved. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I'll become, I'll eat raw vegan food. Um, but at the time, it was, um, I didn't realize that uh, eating a high amount of oil and nuts wasn't really that beneficial. I still was on the kick where I thought no car- like low carb, high protein and high fat. Right. So I kind of carried that over into the raw vegan. So I was eating a lot of vegetables, a lot of oil and a lot of nuts. And while that made me feel a little bit better, um, like spiritually and like cutting out the dairy was really good. Um, it didn't really quite make me lose weight but once I switched to the high high carb low fat raw vegan diet that is when I like finally overcame this plateau that I've been battling for the last like three years you know my weight was uh I wasn't like I was still in good shape I mean you could you could if you look at my very first YouTube video the yeah it's it's actually the you know how to get a flat stomach in a day or how to get a flat stomach for teenage girls that that was the very first video that I made or maybe it was the second no that was the second one but yeah from that that was still that was right around the time when I was still eating the bodybuilding diet and then I've been at the same kind of physique for the last couple of years and like I would 
just in, in order to lose weight, I'd have to starve myself, basically. I'd have to, like, severely limit my calories and just be hungry and miserable. I guess, you know that term, hangry? Right. <laughs> yeah, that's how I was if I wanted to lose weight. And so, but I don't like being angry and hungry. Like, you know, so I, it, it, I wasn't very successful at losing the last 10 pounds that I wanted to. But, and then once I discovered the fruit-based diet, so high-carb, low-fat, I was actually scared of trying it because I thought I would gain weight because everybody tells you if you eat carbs, you're going to gain weight, right? Right. So, but just the idea of, I mean, the idea of eating all this fruit seemed kind of crazy to me at first, but there was something in me that was like, yes, this, I feel like this, like, this something about this appeals to me and I want to learn more about it. And so I thought, you know what, I'll just try it because it looks it looks like a really healthy way to eat. And once I tried it within a month, basically, maybe six weeks, I lost the last 10 pounds. I just kind of woke up one day and I'm like, holy shit, I'm like, I'm, I'm like really lean now. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it sits well on you. And I mean, just to back up a little bit, you're in a great place right now. You're in a positive place right now. And um, I, th I think it's wonderful. And for, you know, young girls uh, or boys who want to get to that place, some of them may not be in the right environment to get there. And it seems like you're in the right environment to do that. But you had to separate yourself from a few things. Can you touch on the importance of being in the right environment in order for you to make a transition like that? Well, I think it kind of goes both ways. It's like, I was in a good environment, and so the transition was kind of natural. But the thing is, once I transitioned over to eating a vegan diet, I noticed that my life automatically actually improved in a lot of different ways. Um, and I, th I feel that even if you're not in a, quote, like, good place, I feel that if you actually do something like changing your diet to vegan – it's actually like manually changing a gear. You're literally like changing the vibration of your body. Mm. And you're, and when, when you increase, you know, the vibration, the overall vibration of your body, the outside world has to match that. Your experience will start to match that. So even, you know, some people, you know, they get to a good place and then they go vegan because it's like that comes out, one comes after the other. But you can also do it the other way. You can also, you know, take charge, change, you know, take charge, take action, and then your your world will reflect that back at you. Now, this part of the show, Christine, is where I say, say it again. I choose a video from your YouTube channel and I play it. And from there, we echo the message that you were trying to get across to your audience. Now, I'm only going to play about two minutes of the video so you would have to go to get to fit.com slash christine sailors to watch the whole video but the video is called the best diet for weight loss and overall health now we live in a day and age where everybody wants to lose weight um, everybody wants to drop some extra pounds and look healthy and feel healthy and i thought it was a great message in this video based on what you touched on because i've done my research on it um, but we're going to talk about it. So if you're ready, I'm going to play it, and then we're going to discuss it. Let me know. All righty. Hey, guys. Christine here. Uh, today I want to discuss um, the question that I get asked most frequently, and that question is, what is the best diet for weight loss? So 
here's my answer. The best diet for weight loss is the low-fat, raw vegan diet. Um, now, I'll tell you what that is if you haven't heard of it. The low-fat, raw vegan diet consists of mainly fruits, vegetables, leafy greens, and a small amount of nuts and seeds. Um, it's also known as the 80-10-10 diet, um, and the reason it's called 80-10-10 is that 80% of your calories come from carbohydrates, 10 come from fats, and 10 come from protein. So that's probably a bit different than most of you are eating, and when I first uh, found out about this diet, I thought it was crazy I didn't I was like this will never work this isn't healthy but I did my research and I got was convinced and I tried it out and I've seen amazing results so let me give you a brief summary of my fitness history over the last three years so three years ago basically I decided that I wanted to be healthy be healthier you know I was eating a standard Canadian diet um I wasn't exercising, and I had other unhealthy lifestyle practices that uh, I won't get into now. Um, but so three years ago, I started going to the gym, and I started talking to people uh, about, you know, what is the best way to lose body fat? And, you know, everybody told me, oh, it's diet, 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 you know, so I was like, okay, what kind of diet should I eat? And they all told me that I need to, you know, cut down on my carbs and eat a lot of protein. So basically they recommended protein shakes and chicken breasts. Again, this video can be found in its entirety at get2fit.com slash Christina Salis. Christine, what was the message you were trying to get across in this video? Now you touched on some of the points in our previous conversation, but overall for weight loss, you stated that the 80-10-10 is the, the, the choice that most should consider if they're trying to lose weight. Well, here's the thing. That's what worked for me. And exactly. So, yeah. So, And I'm not saying, you know, I'm never going to be the kind of person that says this diet will work for every single person. I think that most people, I mean, I, I think everybody should try it. And if it, you know, doesn't work it's, you can modify it. I mean, I don't stick to it 100% of the time. Like sometimes I'll have a little bit more protein. Sometimes I'll have some cooked food, but generally yeah, I stick to it. But, um, yeah, the message that I wanted to basically tell, give with this video is that you don't need to necessarily load up on the protein. It's not the only way to go. Yes, it does work for some people. I mean, if you look at other people like uh, Susanna Light, right? She eats the typical, you know, high protein, low carb diet and it works for her, right? But it didn't work for me. So there's other people like me that, you know, are probably at their end, at the end of their rope with whatever they're eating and sick of protein powders and all this other stuff. So for those people, I invite them to try it. I mean, if you're doing something that works for you and you feel good, then by all means, keep doing that thing but if you want to try something different a lot of people haven't heard of this way of eating so I just love kind of sharing that and because I was so happy once I tried it and I was like holy crap I wish I had known about this like 10 years ago you know yeah, and it's all about being creative and figuring out what works for your body and like you said it's what worked for you and you just took the time to share that with your audience 
And I, I think it's important, but, you know, just like you said, it's what works for you based on, you know, your activity levels and how you train. Um, it may not be optimal for somebody who uh, is very active with weight training and bodybuilding, uh, depending on the amount of fruits and vegetables that they're taking, because you see some vegans who are just as lean and muscular as the bodybuilders that are on uh, animal produce diet. So. And I thought it was a great message, um, and I was happy that you shared that with us. So thank you, Christine, for sharing that. So, you know, moving on from that, what do you enjoy about making YouTube videos? You know, you started in 2012. You have almost 34,000 subscribers, and you're very consistent with what you do. So what, what do you enjoy about making the videos? The thing I enjoy the most is just getting the feedback from my viewers and how it's helping them it just makes me feel good pretty much that's that's it like I mean I do the workouts anyways and if I can film it and help like motivate other people like it's just the best feeling um, I basically started doing them because I got you know like I started creating my own workouts because uh, I got a little like I love um, body you know body rock uh, the old body rock website and which is now like the daily hit yes um so that's what got me started with hit and then all, i found you know susanna light's channel as well which i love and she's totally an inspiration for me um but the thing that i kind of the actually the reason why i started my channel is because the the body rock people they're they have all this equipment and stuff that they're not trying to sell but like i'm I don't know. I'm pretty sure that they probably get a commission on um, whatever equipment that people buy through them. I'm not sure. But anyways, the, the thing was, I didn't want to buy all this equipment. I just wanted simple workouts that I could do in my apartment with minimal equipment, like a, a couple weights, but I didn't want to have to buy all this fancy stuff. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to have to start making my own, my own workouts. And then I thought, you know what? I should probably just film them. Um, and it wasn't until I went to the Woodstock Fruit Festival last year and uh, got inspired by some other YouTubers mm. like uh, Freely and Durian Rider, um, who just really encouraged me to be more um, consistent with it. Because before then, I was like making a video like once every few months and not really like not really that consistent with it at all. Yeah. Um, but then once I started being consistent with it, then it just started being so much more fun because I kind of like develop a relationship with a lot of my viewers. You know, I have like friends in like Brazil and Germany now and in the States and kind of just and Israel all over the place. And it's just been so awesome to interact with people from all over the world and share like workout tips and, you know, what we love, what we don't love. And it's just, it's like building a community and, and, yeah, it's, I love it. <laughs> I think it's working for you. I mean, it's almost like insanity on YouTube. You know, with the technology today, you can literally put YouTube on your smart TV or through, you know, whatever electronic DVD that you have and be right plugged in and do it right in the comfort of your home. And they're very detailed. You break down the calorie burn and what to expect. You're very informative on how the workouts are to be performed and I think you're doing a great job um, and based on the comments of people trying your workout you're having some serious reach so I commend you for that thank you so do you have any plans moving forward with your channel is there anything we can look forward to that you're excited about yeah well um, 
in the future, I, I'm planning on doing like a 30-day challenge for my viewers. And uh, so uh, right now I'm still working uh, as a dental hygienist. Okay. Uh, but in the future, I'm, you know, I'm planning on going traveling in November and basically traveling and making videos. So I'm going to continue making workout videos and it's gonna, the theme is basically gonna be the same as it is now, you know, work out wherever you are with minimal equipment. So um, when I'm traveling, obviously I, like it depends on where I am, but I probably won't have much equipment. So it's just gonna be like, you know, you're, it's, you're gonna see me in different areas of the world doing my workouts and also, um, sharing, you know, local raw food and, you know, showing some different fruits and all that kind of fun stuff. So, yeah. And then, so, and then I plan on going to Costa Rica and doing a internship there at a raw food retreat slash kind of permaculture farm. And that's where I hope to, like, I'm going to stay there for a while and that's where I'm going to work on doing the 30-day challenge. So I'm really excited about that because I've been wanting to do a 30-day challenge for a long time. But, you know, working full-time, I just I can't film and edit and do everything and do my job at the same time. So I'm really excited because it's going to give me an opportunity to really just do, make even more videos, make more workouts. and. That's awesome. So basically, you're killing all excuses by providing the content available for you to really pull up on your smartphone nowadays and just get the workout done. That's right. I mean, you can work out, you can, you can be healthy and active anywhere. Like you don't need a gym membership. You don't need equipment. You just need to move your body. And that's like kind of what I want to show people. Absolutely. So I'm quite sure, you know, editing the videos and creating the content takes time. So what do you would say to somebody who is inspired by what you do on your YouTube channel and they want to kind of get started with their own? Is there any advice you can give them to help them have a better path of success that you've had up to this point? Yeah, just just be consistent. Just, you know, my I guess my channel didn't really start being, you know, quote, successful or didn't really take off and I didn't really start getting enjoyment out of it until I started making videos consistently. So, you know, all you need is a, a tripod and a camera. I mean, you don't even need a camera. You can use your iPhone and just set it up somewhere and just film yourself doing the workout and just, just upload it and, you know, you'll get some feedback and, you know, that'll kind of point you in the direction that you need to go in. So, Christine, moving on to what works for you, and I want to start with a book recommendation. Um, I've learned from watching your channel, you give a lot of book recommendations for those who are interested in learning on what it takes to live a vegan lifestyle, and you always encourage somebody to educate themselves um, just about what's going on around them as it relates to food. So, do you have a book recommendation you can share with us today? Well, I basically recommend um, the China study because that's a really great book on you know plant-based food uh, but the thing is it's a really long book and most people don't have the patience you know or don't have the time like everybody's so busy don't have the time to read it so you can actually go online go on YouTube and you can you can type in lessons from the China study and you'll you'll get a lecture, it's about an hour and a half long, and it basically summarizes all the important information from that entire long book in an hour and a half. So that's what I would actually recommend for people to do. 
If you could give the listeners one resource that you use on a regular basis in order to stay consistent with reaching your goals, is there one resource that you use consistently that helps you stay on track? When I was first uh, tracking my calories and all that uh, on the fruit-based diet, I did use a chronometer mm. to make sure that I was eating enough calories because when you're eating a large amount of fruits and vegetables, it's easy to undereat and not get enough calories in and you know feel tired and weak all the time so definitely if you're changing your diet and you, you want to make sure that you're staying consistent like with your macros and everything then use something like chronometer but other than that I don't really I don't really use any apps now your weekly routine as it relates to your uh, fitness fitness routine what are you following on a base on a regular base as it relates from monday to sunday could you break it down briefly on you know what your training regimen looks like sure okay so mondays i usually do either so i i prefer to work out in the morning before work because i find that you know if i don't do that once i get home from work i just have zero motivation because i'm tired from work like my job i'm sure everybody's job kind of like mentally drains them and for me it's like it's like it's not really my body that gets tired it's just my mind so i think the best thing to do is to work out first thing in the morning so that's what i do so uh, you know on mondays i'll either do some stair sprints. I live on the ninth floor in an apartment building, and so I run up and down my stairs about uh, eight times, and it takes me about 60 minutes, and that's it. So one six, that's it. So that's my workout on Mondays, and then on Tuesdays I'll usually do a like a 30 minute hit workout in my apartment. On Wednesdays I'll usually take a rest day. Um, sometimes on Thursdays I'll take a rest day too, and then on Fridays usually I start work a little bit later, so I like to go for a run. So if I have a bit more time, I'll go for a longer run around 45 minutes, and uh, it's, there's a really beautiful path along the water where I live, and then there's a great set of stairs, and I'll, you know, halfway through my run, I'll go and do about four stair sprints up that set of stairs, and then I'll jog back. And then on Saturday, I usually uh, film my videos. So on Saturday is kind of like my big long workout day, especially if it's uh, like a uh, like a longer video that I'm filming. So usually when I do my own workouts, I work out for about 30 minutes. But for the my viewers, some of them like the longer ones. So for them, I just do the longer ones. And then, oh yeah, I forgot to mention, usually either on Wednesday or Thursday, just, just depending on which day I take a rest or not, I'll also do a day of uh, weight training for my lower body. I don't usually, but I'm like, to be honest, I'm not super consistent with my weight training just because I, I just, I don't like it as much as doing the hit or the running. So it's important to me to do what feels good. And I know weight training is really important. And the thing is like, I kind of, I'm, naturally just put on muscle anyway so I don't yeah I, I don't do anything for my upper body but I always tell other females that they definitely should because I look jacked if I lift weights <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and you know how your body puts on muscle and how it responds to certain exercises so again it's identifying you know what works for you but you have to get out there and try to see what works for you 
and in order to put yourself in a place where you're happy with your appearance and the outcome that you get from putting in all the hard work. Christine, this has been very inspiring and motivating. It's been a pleasure getting to know a lot of what you stand for and what you believe in as it relates to health and fitness. And I never close this show out without getting a motivational quote. So if you have a motivational quote you can leave us with, please take it away. Well, just that, you know, you're worth it. So the reason why you should take care of yourself is because you're worth it. And a lot of people don't maybe feel worthy or they have trouble motivating themselves because they just, they don't think they're, they have it in them. But I just want to tell everybody that they actually do. And it's just, you just need to, you know, work a little bit to bring it out of yourself and just tell yourself that you're worth it and just go for it. You're worth it. I like that. You're worth it to look good and feel good and be sure yourself by putting forth a effort to get a better quality of life and it all starts by taking action christine i thank you for sharing your time today with me on the get to fit podcast if you could take a few few minutes and share with everybody where they can find you and how they can reach out to you to further connect with you for the amazing content that you share with your youtube fitness community sure yeah well you can find me on my channel obviously that's where i spend most of my time interacting with my viewers just my channel name is christine salas um i also have a facebook page which you can look up it's the same name christine salas um i have instagram christine salas <laughs> and if you have any questions or you want coaching or you know advice on switching to the vegan diet uh you can email me at christine salas at gmail.com Thank you, Christine, for sharing your time with us. Uh, I've learned so much about you by getting the time to understand what you stand for and what you're about. I really appreciate you coming on the show, and I look forward to watching the next upload on your YouTube channel. Thank you so much for coming on today. Oh, thanks so much for having me. It was fun. Um, everyone who listens to this podcast and this episode, you can find all the information that we spoke about today at gettofit.com slash Christine Salis. Also, if you like what you heard and you want to hear more, please, if you have an Apple device, head over to iTunes right now. Find Get To Fit, rate and review the podcast. That's how we're seen. That's how we get more exposure on what we're doing here. So everybody that's listening, I thank you for the support and look forward to the next episode. That's a wrap. Yeah, you are now rocking with Get To Fit with your host, Cornell Green. You at the best now. Nah. Bang away sometime. Look, time to let the world go. Put on your headphones. Turn up your speakers. It's about to get deep. Only dreams come to sleepers. And hard work pays. And I bet what you remember most of hard work days. You with Cornell Green, the master of the interview. Take a minute or a few just to get a interview. This is all about success. Success is what real men would do. The man in the mirror is the change. Tell me who are you? You here to get your mind right. Advice to keep your grind tight. They done it and go tell you how to do it. That is hindsight. You are here to set and raise the bar like a Klondike. Cornell show stupid. Please, that don't even rhyme right. Only got the best deal. Never get to rest here. Only doing the show because we hope you have a blessed year. And that's real. We gon' show you how to climb that hill. Ain't no mountaintop or no ceilings. This not the time to get in your feelings. Hope you can't work. We're not chilling. Insane. There's no game without no pain. There's no plan without no brain. So let's go get it. We glad you came. Yeah. <laughs>